Match week 18 today, covering Arsenal's terrific first half at Ellen Road. Chelsea struggle to find players. City's domination of Newcastle in the 2-2 match between Tottenham, Liverpool. All that in previewing match week 19 upcoming on the weekend. This is the Premiership Roos Podcast. Manchester City are still alive here. Balotelli, Aguero! You are an ostrich. Well, your head must be in the sand. Is your head in the sand? Can you, are you flexible enough to get your head in the sand? Now the fans are shouting every week. Louis Vargas Army! Louis Vargas Army! Feet after a fabulous start, the game just got away from you there. I have nothing, nothing to say. Nothing to say about the game at all. Drama from day one! This is the league we want to watch! Yeah. This is yeah, yeah, the Boxing yeah. Day preview episode. Episode, episode. And four matches from match week 18. Yeah. It happened, kind of. Yeah. We knew that some would get canceled. How many ended up, how many more? Two more or three more? Uh, th- there was five originally that were scheduled to be played. Oh, so only one more got canceled? Only one more got canceled, yeah. I felt like one, I thought there was supposed to be like six. They were supposed to go. I mean, there's been some that have been canceled already for the next one. For the next one, for yeah. sure. But yeah, yeah. How would you sum up this match week one word? I would say very strange. For, for Mainly some the reason last that game. There's only four four games, and that then too. then they're just kind of like weird games. Absolutely. And it's, it's just kind of a strange time. You like the yeah, Premier League is happening, but it's, it's also like kind of not because half the teams haven't played for like two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say the strange thing too is how much this is gonna swing form. I mean, you saw Tottenham and Liverpool. Yeah. How much that honestly did for Tottenham compared mm-hmm. to if they had to play two weeks ago, you would have thought no way. But Yeah, for sure. I mean you know, some teams having two weeks of rest versus some teams playing, you know, within two days. Yeah. It's just such a huge gap. Gap in between and it's pretty unfair. But you know what are you gonna do? European Klopp's gonna complain, fair. but we don't complain here at the Premiership. No, podcast. except when there's not enough Premier League, then we do complain. But there was some. There's one Saturday. Yes. Only one match. Yes, one match. Start off, Tottenham or Tottenham Arsenal, other team in North London. Arsenal leads. Wow, the absolute disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're both playing so well right now. How can you? distinguish them yeah that's true i mean leeds coming up fresh off that seven nil thrashing well i was talking tottenham and arsenal were playing so well not leeds the opposite of that leeds looked absolutely fantastic in this game i mean right from the get-go oh god well we're gonna get to the lineups yeah we're gonna start let's, with the let's line- start with the lineups you want to break it down for leeds melier and net Luke Ayling, Robin Koch. He's back. He's back. <laughs> Stuart Dallas, 
Cody Drama, Adam Forshaw, Rafinha, Roberts, Harrison, Click, and Joey Gellhart up front. You love to see it. And for Arsenal, Ramsdale, Tierney, Benjamin White, Gabriel, Tomiyasu, Thomas Partey, Saka, Odegaard, Jaka, Gabriel Martinelli, and Lacazette. Yeah. So getting into this game. It's kind of back and forth a little bit early on. Both teams, a little bit of possession. Couldn't really get much going, especially Mm -hmm. through midfield. It was kind of like you get the ball, you'd be going in, the opposing teams have, and then you just lose it. Yeah. And then, I mean, other than the, I mean, I guess that Rafinha had a chance early on, but it wasn't really that much of a chance. After that, after like the 10th minute, it was all right all arsenal yeah it was like oh arsenal could score on like literally every single chance pretty much that they have the ball in the box yeah it (laughs) was which is kind of rare for arsenal i mean a lot of times arsenal is kind of more fewer shots kind of team yeah for sure i mean well this was insane because i think this was some uh this was like the most shots in uh, a a half and like uh since some yeah. long time ago in the Premier League. Yeah. So it's nuts. Crazy to see that it's a team like Arsenal. Yeah. So a few chances for Lacazette, Partey. Tierney had a couple too early on before the goal. So it was just an onslaught from just yeah. anyone and everyone. Yeah. And then the first goal, Martinelli. We talked about him last week, how much faith he got in him. He cannot be stopped. He can't. You can't stop him. You can only hope to contain him right now. It's kind of weird how it fell for him mm-hmm. uh, in that box, but just sloppy giveaway from Dallas and Harrison, yeah. like right next to each other, and yet they both managed to lose the ball, and Arsenal comes away with it. Right. I mean, you could just tell every time Arsenal was getting the ball in the box, Leeds looked like it was like DEFCON 5 or 1. I don't know. Whatever the worst one is. I think it's 1. Okay. It goes it was, lower. It was DEFCON 1 because they were just like frantically – trying to defend i mean their back line was like very yeah piecemealed together anyway so i mean you can't necessarily blame them for that but but still it's just kind of how Leeds' season has been going yeah even if they get like a little poke on it or something it just felt like there's another arsenal guy to the second or third ball yeah they're just getting beat yeah and i mean with with the players that they had they kind of were forced into playing the players that they had I mean, you mean they didn't the want to play was, Mr. Drama? Everyone on their bench was a uh, youth player. So it's like, yeah, you have this like super weird lineup with like defenders, like fullbacks as your center backs and stuff. And then you have all these like attacking mid kind of midfielders. Mm-hmm. And then you have Joe Gellhart up front, which I mean, we like Joe Gellhart, but. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you have stuff. guys out there, like even Tyler Roberts, ideally is like a depth piece guy yeah. for Leeds. Yeah. He's been starting for a good while now. Right. Not to mention Robin Koch. He's He's got depth, awful. depth, depth. He's like We haven't seen him. Have we seen him since United? I don't think so. He's been He's been exiled, in but the now he's back. The Elsa dungeon. <laughs> Deservedly so. Yeah, after a Martinelli goal, it was still just an onslaught from Arsenal. I think Tierney had another chance in between the goals. But but then it was Martinelli, Martinelli again. Martinelli again, the chip, just giving away. 
by yeah, Leeds. Super poor. I mean, that's that's an area where Martinelli excels, just capitalizing on mistakes, hitting on the break. Yeah, I mean, when, when Leeds, they already are so poor defensively, but if you're going to push forward as hard and aggressive as they were, and their midfield was just not on quality-wise, yeah. just giving the ball away constantly, like you're just yeah. asking to concede 10 goals in two halves like they did. Right. Yeah, I mean, when you have those midfielders, you don't even have, like, a real, like, I mean. Forshaw is the let closest alone you a have. a defensive mid, you don't even have, like, a regular, like, center mid. I mean, Forshaw kind of, but. Forshaw is, I would say, an eight, but, I mean, he has to play a six because yeah. what else do you have? Glick is more like an eight slash ten. Rafinha is mm-hmm. more of a, if anything, he's kind of like a winger, but if he's in the midfield, he's a ten for sure. He's more attack-minded. Yeah, there's nothing Harris, defensive about these guys. Yeah, Harrison's a wingback, but he's it's not like he's a natural like fullback that they push forward. He's definitely a winger playing wingback. So yeah, yeah they kind of just have to go for it. And then if you're not covering a guy like Cody Drama, ay, 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 Second one, Martinelli. Third one before half, Saka. Kind of another strange goal. Yeah. Broke right for him. Mm-hmm. I I thought they might have maybe considered that like an own goal with the deflection. But, I mean, it was yeah. – I think it was going to be on I, I think it was on target, so. But, uh, yeah, Arsenal go into halftime up 3-0. If you had to pick someone for who stood out, it has to be Martinelli. Yeah, absolutely. I mean – it seemed like everyone was playing pretty well. I mean, Odegaard. I was going to say, Odegaard and Lacazette well. were both killing it, too. Yeah, Lacazette, Tierney. Yeah, for sure. Then the second half, they kind of took the foot off the gas. Yeah. You could tell. Um, Very sloppy mistake from Ben White. Give mm-hmm. away the penalty. I mean, just completely no reason to go into that tackle. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, clear penalty. Rafinha converts the pen. And then Smith Rowe coming on the super sub. He scores again. He's too good. This guy. What a lad. Takes it away, feeds it to Martin. Odegaard bringing up the field, plays him in behind. Easy as you like, low one, two. Bless. 4 1. There was one thing I wanted to talk about. Yes. Jaka should have been sent off. You know, I can't argue with that. (laughs) He should have been sent off, and our boy Joey Gelhart could have maybe been sent off. Yes, for sure. <laughs> There's this weekend was full. Of, we've, I hate saying we talk about it because obviously we talk about it, but the refing this weekend, yeah, and it, it's the just past kind of been weeks, all over the place. Really, it's snowballing. Yeah, you don't have any sort of consistency and and what goes to VAR and what doesn't for these card decisions. Yeah, is beyond me. Very strange. Yeah, I I think yeah both of those could have been red cards. Surprising a guy like Jaka gets away with that. I mean, you'd think like nine out nine times out of ten he gets a red card for that. I guess it depends on the ref. I don't remember who was doing this one, but Andre Mariner. Andre Mariner, and then he, yeah, okay, because I remember seeing him. He must have been the fourth official or something for the Tottenham Liverpool game. Could have been, but yeah going forward for Leeds, is there is there just any hope as far as the defense i mean not with those players yeah 
Bielsa really can't do what he wants to do if, you know, you have just straight-up dog poo sitting back there. Yeah. Honestly thought Melier did okay. He probably could have maybe saved another one, but he also had one against Lacassette early on, which probably should have been a goal. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, hard to fault him for, for that, but... Leeds, I don't know. They, it's kind of catastrophe. If they survive this season, that'll be like yeah, it's it's the early biggest now. win. Yeah, they, in terms of staying up, I mean that's been the goal for a few weeks now. But you never know. Yeah, you never know. I mean, especially Newcastle. Who knows? They spend a bunch of money. Uh, yeah, could be tough. And it's what between you, Southampton, and Watford for the last spot. If Newcastle get it going and spend money, yeah, you never know. Burnley could always catch form. True. But Arsenal now. Arsenal top four, are not getting relegated. Top four. You're feeling pretty comfy. Yeah. You're creating an island between the top three, Arsenal, and West Ham United, Tottenham, kind of a little bit. There's yeah, I feel like Tottenham is... They're closer than they're se- they seem because of the... They, they haven't played enough They haven't games, played the games, so... But. But it's nice to see him farther down. I I suppose, on you, if you're an Arsenal fan. But oh come on, never... come on, <laughs> come on, let's be. Uh, you want to move on to the next one? There's so three things in life: life, taxes, death, taxes, death, <laughs> and we hate Tottenham. And that's four things. <laughs> yes, sir. There's... Thank you, sir. Let's move on to something else that's uh dead yeah newcastle newcastle united absolutely dead we'll get to the lineups here just a dead club that pretends like they're alive starting off drubka clark <laughs> lascelles richie Mur- uh i almost said mcmurphy for some reason murphy joe linton hayden frazier almiron willick wilson City goes Aderson, Diesh, Sinchenko, Laporte, Cancelo, Sterling, Rodri, De Bruyne, Silva, Mares, Jesus. Yeah, I mean, Newcastle early on were kind of buzzing a little bit, not too crazy relative to what they normally do, but that was just zapped five minutes in. Yeah, Ruben I Diaz. mean, the, it was more more comical defending. Yeah, it was in light of the Truce de Kong. Yeah, it really was pretty much Truce de Kong on slash same blooper reel. <laughs> it's somewhere between Truce de Kong and whatever Jack Stevens did the other week against Arsenal. <laughs> he just like left this guy. Yeah, that's but true. Durovka and I think it was Cher, just not Clark. Was it Kieran Clark? Yeah, just not on the same page at all. Yeah, whatsoever. Absolute. Both comedy. let it go. Just drops in right there. Who needs a striker? When you got Ruben Diaz. Yeah, Diaz says, thank you very much. Don't mind if I do. <sighs> Speaking of saying thank you very much, Mr. Cancelo just walking through yeah. any sort of Newcastle midfield slash defense. Just, just doing what he wants. You know? First goal on like his 40th shot or something like that this year. So Dang, really? Yeah. Huh. First goal. You know, He's, it is interesting though. Sorry to cut you off there, but... It's just interesting to see how much teams struggle with the fact that he's like technically a fullback, yeah. but he's like an attacking midfielder. Pretty much. And no one can pick up on his runs. 
no. It's I think it's hard for these teams to read because they don't know exactly what to do. And, I mean, it helps when you can just ping balls across the box perfectly onto people's heads and feet yeah. and stuff, let alone when you're going to decide to make your own run and pop a shot. No, I think he, he's got to be number two right behind Mo Salah for player of the year, what he means to City. Yeah, I think that'd be a pretty good pretty good case so far, yeah. I mean, the way City have been playing, and he's been pretty instrumental. Mm-hmm. You know, for a squad that rotates as much as they do, he's, he's pretty important. always in. Yeah. Always in. Um, I would say that Newcastle kind of showed a little something, at least, at times this game, in terms of getting on the ball and holding it. I mean, City was kind of content to sit back and then yeah. not really counter, but break pretty quickly and then kind of set up fast. Yeah, the problem with Newcastle, they would get the ball, you know, and get it up the field. And then once they got to the final third, it was like just disaster. Yeah, you know what? It felt like their best moments were when they'd win a free kick. It'd be like Joe Linton running, and yeah. he makes a great run, so he has to get fouled. And mm-hmm. then it's just going to be Matt Ritchie swinging balls in. If they actually just had to set up from open play and try and play live passes, like it was, it just was never going to happen. Yeah, so sloppy. Yeah. Terrible. Um, second half, honestly, a little more of the same, maybe more control out of City rather than kind of let Newcastle have the ball. Mm-hmm. City kind of set up a little more, but they didn't look like super threatening. I think there were a few um, decent saves, yeah, though, Dubrovka. by Jarevka. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Making the, up for his error in the first half. <laughs> yeah. But then Mares. On the goal, the third one. Originally ruled off. Originally ruled off, yeah. Nice ball onto his feet by Zinchenko, who's just kind of appeared out of nowhere this season. Just coming on. Just coming it's, on. It's funny, though. That City, they have this, like, second team. Pretty much. I mean, that's a lot of the... I mean, Chelsea, when fully fit, have that, too, you would think. But, I mean, City's is probably a little better. A lot, yeah. A little more depth. I, I think... It, from from one to eleven, City have like just almost a complete second team that would beat most teams in the league. Yeah, I'd finish like third. Yeah. Or fourth. I I mean they've had the luxury of, you know, slowly integrating De Bruyne. Mm-hmm. And now he looks like he's getting into form. I mean, what a luxury that is! And you have Jack Grealish yeah. waiting. When you're missing. De Bruyne for the most part and you're able to just rely on Gabriel Jesus to give you stuff. Now you don't even really need him. Yeah. That Speaking much. of Jesus. Gets another goal. Or the assist, right? Yeah, he got the assist. Great run. Tap from in the merchant. Wide. Yeah. Raheem Sterling. Yeah, Raz popping up at the back post four four nil. And that's how it ends. Very unsurprising. I feel like I probably predicted a four nil. Probably. I don't know check the tapes i think you did it sounds familiar but it, it uh, hey man newcastle almost scored they almost scored one time and yeah. Harrison made one save <laughs> yeah he did have that one moment where On callum wilson but yeah 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 i mean just dominant by city and i mean we've been saying it for a few weeks now in the pod they just kind of felt like the best team it's so disgusting though when it's like they show the form and it's like www it's like ah oh god what are you gonna do you can't stop pep. them when they get going pep just too good newcastle anything 
to take away from this game? Any bright spots? Other than, I, I would say the only guy who even looked like remotely okay. Well, say Maximin had moments too where he's getting in good positions, but Joel Linton. Yeah. Other than that. Yeah. No, honestly, my thought for Newcastle is like, it doesn't matter how much they spend in January. They're in such a hole right now. It's pretty tough. I mean, they they suck. They have to get, think about it. They have to get like 27 points or so probably to stay up. Yeah. Maybe not that much. 20 to 25 for sure. If they're at 10, they're at 10, right? Yeah, I mean, the, the level mark you usually aim for is 40. Yeah. So, yeah, they got to win 10 games at least. Yeah. Good luck. How many they <laughs> Good won? luck. One. They've won one. I mean, even if you, you bring in all these great players, even if you brought in all the great players, they still would take time to, to mesh get used to each other and start getting results. It's kind of like QPR when QPR was up in, like, 2012. And then they brought in, like, Remy and Julio Cesar in the winter window. And it's like, okay, you're in dead last. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to do with this. Yeah. So. Toronto FC legend, Julio oh, Cesar. Oh, my goodness, yes. Um, Speaking of Portuguese. The team wolves. that cannot score. <laughs> wolves. The team that can defend but can't score. What happened here? <laughs> we're trying to get the lineup pulled up but it like didn't load correctly alright All right. for Wolves Jose Sa Connor Cody Max Killerman, Romain Sice Hano or I almost said Hanover Hover <laughs> Marcel Neves Montinho Dendonker Jimenez Podence as far as Chelsea goes Mendy Rudiger Silva Dave Alonso Conte Chalaba Reese James Pulisic Mount Ziek. Game almost got canceled. Tokel appealed they to said no, no avail. Nine. Chelsea couldn't have a full bench. Pretty rough. You know that <laughs> it's it's suspect though, like, okay, yeah, they had like six people on their bench. You're telling me there's no youth players that could sit on the bench? No. Sold them I, all to I, Southampton. I feel like he did that <laughs> just to like prove a point. Like how short short string they were. When you're selling all your youth guys to Southampton, what are you going to do? There's got to be someone. There's got to be someone. They could have signed Willie Caballero from Southampton, signed him back. Three goalkeepers on the bench. Petter check. True. Come on, get in. Um, Yeah, not to mention, this game was great just for the fog and mist. I loved it. Yeah, very hard to see. (laughs) It it really added to the goalish draw aspect of it. Yes. Um, they couldn't see where the goal was. That was the issue. <laughs> Wolves had a good start to this game. Yeah, first couple chances fell for Podence around the 10th minute, able to work it all the way from the left wing on a counter. Early ball in, all the way to Podence far post on Mark Tappen. However, Jimenez ahead of the play, because it went in his general direction, technically yeah. played to him offside. That's very no goal. unfortunate. I told you last week, Raul Jimenez costs Wolves. <laughs> uh, no, I, I'd i say it's refreshing for Wolves to see Podens get constant starts. I was just done with Trincao. Yeah, I feel like Podens has been kind of the the most consistent attacking threat. 
besides Chan and um I mean I feel like even Chan he he's he's slowed off quite a bit. Yeah, he did drop off. But I mean you'd probably say him and as is still their best guy cuz so much goes through him. You didn't yeah. really see it much in this game cuz Chelsea's just going to dominate midfield. So him coming back for the ball in midfield isn't going to work. Your best chance was to catch like Marcus Alonso out or someone not rotating in for Alonso back a little further catch him out wide and then swing balls in like they're doing yeah i mean the fact that you're going through a midfield of chalaba and conte i mean that's and to keep in mind conte too just came back yeah he's been out for a while and honestly he looked pretty damn good for not having played for so long injury and then covid um yeah chelsea a lot of a lot of possession in this one that just led to nothing. Kind of what's been going on with them lately. I just wonder if it's maybe... It seems like they go in with a plan, and if it doesn't work really, then Tokol's just like, here's my ace up my sleeve. And it's not an ace up his sleeve anymore because everyone knows it. He just loads Mount and Reese James on that side. And it's like, okay. So you, if you're defending that, you're probably thinking, just let them cross it and we'll hope for the best. Well, the main thing we have to do is take away one-twos between those guys. Because if they're just doing one-twos on you, they're actually going to get in the box and have cutback passes. Yeah, I, I think there was a real issue for the Chelsea attack in this game because it seemed like most of the first half, their attack was just kind of like swinging crosses into the box towards like Pulisic. Yeah. When you're going against guys who have like an average height of like 6'3", yeah. In the Wolves back line. It's like this is never gonna work. Like throw in like a low driven ball or something, but you're not gonna win headers, headers. against Wolves no. center backs. And it they just kept doing the same thing. Like there'd be so many people in the box mm-hmm. and there's like no space to work with. And then like Reese James or Mount would like swing in across. It's very much like they're I mean, it's kinda how they've been playing lately, but just going back early in the season, even when they're clicking, kind of like that first half against Newcastle, you get that sense where it's just like you're really just beating your head against the wall. It's yeah. not going to go anywhere. Like their best chance in the first half might have been Pulisic on net, and he just like peeled off anyways. He didn't take a shot or anything, mm-hmm. which I thought was weird. But So it goes in, nil-nil half. Second half, Chelsea come out, dominating possession, not really letting Wolves touch it nearly as much um i i think obviously the best chance was the 83rd minute or 82nd what was it 78th 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 against pulisic yeah beautiful play by alonso to left uh lifted in there and then conte winning the ball and playing it to alonso but mm-hmm. i know he's not a striker you got to score that one-on-one with the keep. I give more credit to Saw. I think it was a good save. You got to score from that spot, man. <laughs> you got to, mm-hmm. whether it's dribbling it or even if he passed the back or something, that was not a good enough shot. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, but, I mean, you're is... big you're big Jose Saw guy. Big Jose Saw. <laughs> I'm wearing the goalkeeper kit it's actually a, right it's now. It's a mix of big Jose Saw and – Defending Captain America. Anti-Pulisic, who's like the LeBron James of soccer, if you haven't heard. Yeah. I mean, he's 
look at him. He's 22 years old, and he's already being compared with the likes of Messi and Ronaldo. I mean, he's huge. The The potential is unlimited. If you don't understand the joke, look up Christian Pulisic Pawn Stars. Yes. Uh, yeah, honestly, I'm trying to think. I don't think Wolves had a chance in the second half. I don't think so. They, they were pretty I, barren. Whenever they tried to break out, it felt like they just lost it right away. Chelsea was much sharper in terms of getting to the second and third balls in the second half. But yeah. Nil-nil finishes. Chelsea's still struggling to find goals, struggling to find players. Wolves what? are the king of the nil-nil draw. Yeah. I think I saw they had like four goals in their last like six or seven games, which oh, is like the God. lowest since like the 80s yeah, they're, or 90s. Yeah, they're, they're struggling. They're out there. So. They're out there killing it. Grinding out these one-pointer one draws. I still feel bad because I feel like Bruno Lage is still a good manager with good tactics. It's just, it yeah, doesn't really, it, like it. it just doesn't come off for this team yeah. for whatever reason. What can you do? When your best player is supposed to be Traore, <laughs> supposedly. I mean, not to us, but yes, to the general public. Anyone who has a 200 IQ like us knows it's Ait Nori. But anyone who doesn't watch Pawn Stars. You know who actually had a good game before we move on? Yes. I think it was Montino's best game of the year. Okay. I thought he did pretty well. Yeah. He has, he has struggled quite a bit this year compared to past years, but I thought he was actually, in terms of interceptions, tackles, mm-hmm. he's at, at least getting around. Yeah, especially know, in the first stuff. half. Yeah. But we'll move on to the last game of the week. So many. <laughs> Tottenham, Liverpool, break down the lineup, Sam. For Tottenham, Hugo Lloris, backline Sanchez, Dyer, Davies, Sessegnon, Royale as the wing backs. Midfield, a legendary three in midfield. You what got a Harry trio. Winks, Deli Alley, and Tange and Dombele. Wow. Legendary. Up front, you got Son and Harry Kane. For Liverpool, Allison, Kanate, Robertson, Matip, TAA, Tyler Morton, the young fella. Yep. James Milner, the old fella. And Nabi Keita, the in between fella. Front three of Mane, Sala, and Diego Jota. Yeah, this one, just right off the bat, you knew it would be a crazy game. Robertson. It was pretty crazy. Robertson, big shot. Um, that went just wide somehow. Great ball by Alexander-Arnold. Yeah, the wingbacks for Liverpool this game were, like, going off. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't even say, I mean, Royale always kind of struggles, but... I thought Sessegnon had moments where he's like, okay, just not really defensively as much. Yeah, he shines more offensively. Yeah. Know? I mean, which which is fine for a wing back. Yeah. But yeah. but when you're going against Liverpool, like it's kind of you're a different gonna, story yeah, because gonna, you kind of need like all hands on deck to defend pretty much against Robertson and Alexander Arnold. Yeah. Milner and Alexander Arnold had a few chances before the first goal. I don't know what that was. I mean, you just see what the team is without Van Dyke back there. Yeah. He would, I mean, the whole game was just Son and Kane on the shoulder of Konate and Matip, mm-hmm. constantly behind them. Yeah, it, it, it is quite the contrast. I mean, the, the presence that Van Dyke brings, 
you know, just being in the lineup. Yeah. I mean, the opponents know it's going to be tough to get by, but you take them out of the lineup and things change quite quite quickly. I mean, especially when you have Alexander-Arnold and uh, Robertson pushing up as far as they do. Mm-hmm. You know, you rely so much on your center backs at that point. Not to mention the rest is going to be Nabi Kaita. Okay, good player. Been really good this year. James Milner, Morton. Tyler Morton. And, in terms of covering the yeah. fullbacks at times, not ideal. And Dombley, great through ball. Kane, good finish. What? What is this? <laughs> Kane's alive. What, what is this? Um, then like two minutes later, another break for Tottenham, two on one. I thought people were giving Son a little harder of a time for, mm-hmm. I mean, ideally, you know, two on one, you're going to score. The pass wasn't like amazing, amazing, but. Yeah. I mean. He still should have at least put on net or probably scored, but. Yeah. Yeah. But. An easier pass sets him up yeah, much better. Yeah, sometimes the pass can get you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's super important to, to pass, but. <laughs> yeah, I would say I would say so. <laughs> Um, it's one of those where where you you see this scenario and you're like you should score every time, but if you don't get a good pass, then yeah, it changes it. Yeah, I would say from like the twentieth minute to like I think like the thirtieth, thirty fifth minute was more Liverpool kind of holding possession, kind of trying to even out the game. Mm-hmm. Had a couple chances, didn't really result to much. Um, I'm trying to remember. Was the penalty shout before the Jota goal or after? I think it was after. I don't remember. The one Klopp got a yellow about? I think it might have been before. Yeah. I think. I mean, Tana pretty much just crashed right Does into. Does it show Jurgen Klopp's yellow card on this? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's Maybe it. Maybe that's 39th, it. Yeah. 39. So it was after the goal. So Jota equalizes one one. Great ball from Robertson. Yeah, what can you say? The guy's on fire. Both of them. Yeah. Jota is just clicking too right now. Not your ideal nine, but yeah, you know, he's feeling in better than that was such a good signing. Yeah, I mean, huge props to Liverpool. I mean, he he suits the Liverpool system so perfectly as well. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, that was a really good get. So then they had the chance. Could have been a penalty. It was a little soft, but I mean, the mm-hmm. refing in this game was. It was. We didn't even tragic. talk. We didn't even talk about Kane's yellow yet. Yeah. You say red. It's got to be a red. Yeah, his studs are up, coming in at like I guess not really shins is more shin ankle area, but still studs up like that. You can't. Yeah, studs up, coming in hot. Yeah, should have been a red. And they didn't even review that one, right? No. VAR? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't... This is, There's so much inconsistency with what's reviewed for cards. Yeah. Uh, couple chances before half for Liverpool after the penalty shout. And so the go- funny thing, the funny thing though, about, about that Harry Kane thing is that later after the game, he said, oh, you know, never, never a red card or anything. Yeah. <laughs> Perfectly exactly. fine tackle. Oh, you know what we missed before half? Deli Alley had the best chance he could ever ask for. And it's so bad. I 
I guess Allison got a hand to it. I still don't know how he wasn't able to put around. He had like the whole net to shoot at. Yeah, that was kind of like Deli Alley in this game. Like he looked good until it came to the end product, and then it was like, oh my god, yeah, this is bad. Yeah, it really just sours the taste, and you don't even remember that he was like okay. You're just like, oh, it was so bad that mm-hmm. that's kind of one for Kane too eventually. But yeah. no, I I just looked it up. The yellow was the 37th minute. The goal was the 35th minute, so it was right after Emerson's nudge on Jota. Klopp obviously yellow for protesting it yeah second half uh still that back and forth action early on Kane with two really good chances yeah Tottenham you could tell they could hit on the counter and uh Liverpool were exposed yeah and it's Liverpool did nothing to address it they're just like okay and just nodding they're <laughs> yeah like, we yeah, can't do right. anything they're like whatever I mean what what can you do in that scenario if you're Liverpool I mean even if you support I mean I guess because you don't want to have Alexander Arnold and Robertson as well as they were playing just be like limiting them to kind of staying back further to yeah. keep contain on uh Kane and Son because it didn't matter like I said it's they were playing directly off the shoulder of the two center backs so it's like what are you going to have Alexander Arnold and Robertson like pinch together with the center backs too to make sure they can't get through like that's that's obscene and then they double down they're like okay we're bringing on Firmino too (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) we need more offense fewer midfielders more attackers yeah and then 69th minute Robertson controversial the hand of Mo Salah yeah no kidding how (laughs) how is this goal allowed to stand you'll you'll never know I mean this is ridiculous it's one of the most I it's mean, clearly, clearly incidental. No, incidental. Like, and it, and it, it doesn't was even, one pass. Shouldn't matter. You know, direct involvement in the goal. Yeah. It's got to be a handball. You would think. But, you would think. But, but Mr. Mr. Paul Tierney was definitely on one this game. Uh, To say the least. Great ball by Alexander Arnold. Kind of strange. Some people, It was, like, so good that people were like, did he do it on purpose? It's like... Probably, probably perfect to Robertson. And then five minutes later, Allison, you know what? He did hear that we said Adairson was better. Yeah, and he's like gone off his rock. He's like, all right, I'll show you guys. And then he completely made a mess of himself to try and show the Premiership Rusa podcast who's the best keeper in the Premier League. That was one of the most shambolic pieces of goalkeeping i've seen in a very long time it was just i can't believe that they he'd turn on us like that after we said yeah he was very the, disrespectful not cool not cool son rolls it in two two oh but we're not done two minutes later as the crowd's all hyped it was so strange because this play was like out of nothing it was just like near I I just don't I don't understand what was even going on. Royale's like holding onto the ball, and then Robertson goes to take a swing. Royale moves his foot in last second, and just whacks him. Yeah, it was just, like he a got full on. got his money's worth yeah. on that one. Yeah, for sure. Anyways, yellow originally reviewed, goes to red. 
that was one of those you see live and you're like, Jesus. Like yeah. he just had a kick <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's always got to be a red card. It has to. But There's no doubt. But, you know, maybe not. If Harry Kane doesn't get red cards. Then... It, it was so strange that it wasn't a red right away, too. Yeah. It's like it'd be one thing if he didn't see it, but he saw it and said that it was a yellow card. It's like, Makes no did you, sense. Did you not just see him, like, go full kick, like, <laughs> complete whack? Yeah. Then at the end, a couple chances for Tottenham. Um, 92nd minute, Kane almost scored, but it was offside anyways. Or, no, he, I think he had, a, he passed it and almost scored. It doesn't matter, he was offside. Then 96th minute, Kane, another chance, can't score. Ends 2-2. What are your main takeaways from this game? Well, I think Liverpool definitely have some weaknesses, but they often get covered up by their good attacking play. Like their attacking play is so good that sometimes you forget, like, you know, their midfield is pretty god-awful without certain players. The individual quality of their elite players absolutely masks whatever yeah. holes they might have a lot of games. They yeah. should have lost this game probably, like 4-2 yeah. or something. But Tottenham, you know, they're and then in their own world. My thoughts for Tottenham are that I'm concerned that they can look like a decent team when they have Harry Winks and Dombele and Deli Alley all playing in the same lineup. Like, that scares me. <laughs> if they can do it with them, I'm concerned. So... Yeah, they looked good today. I mean, minus the attack not taking chances. That Harry Kane, that corner to Harry Kane that he headed over the bar from like a foot away from the net, that was just, I I don't know what that was. Yeah, he just scored that. He's clearly out of sorts. But let's go. Team of the week right here. Four games. It was bound to be a lot of City and Arsenal, but I tried to balance it out as much as I could. Uh so, Keeper, I had a tough one with this one. Who do you think I had? Uh, Jersey Saw? No. Although I did debate him. He was in second, maybe third. Mm-hmm. I went Luris. Luris was going to be my other answer. He, he, had, he had some big-time saves Yeah. against uh, Liverpool. That's fair. Back three of Diaz, Cody, and Silva. All fantastic. Tried to fit Sice in, but, you know, he's been playing really well lately. Cancelo, Odegaard, Harry Winks. Oh, my God. He deserved this. <laughs> he played good. I don't know what I said. Um, Silva. And then for the last spot, there's Zaka or Sinchenko. Who would you rather go with? Zaka. Okay, well, goes Zinchenko then. No, 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 no. Up top, Martinelli and Mahrez to round it out. What a match week. week. Team of the week, right there. Speaking of what a match week, coming up. It's Boxing Day. It's we the already best have day of the year. A couple canceled. I know the, was it the Watford match has already been canceled. And. Was it Watford Liverpool? I believe so. No. Here, let's let's look at this real quick here. Liverpool leads Watford Wolves. Okay. Yeah, and Everton was trying to get theirs 
postponed, but we're unsuccessful. And I'm sure by the time we get to those games, the, some one more, there will be at two. least one or two more. Yeah. yeah. So we might have another four, fourteen match. We we're going to be dead at, at, at the second half of the season when we're doing like thirty games a week. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, we'll start it off. Burnley, Everton, Turfmore. Here's the thing. This is almost like preseason because you don't know exactly what you're getting out of some of these teams. That's true. We but even then, preseason, preseason, you probably have a better idea what you're getting than now because you don't know what guys will be available, how they respond to COVID and stuff. So Yeah. What, what would you – because Everton, they love to sit back. And I don't know if you know this, Burnley loved to sit back. It looks like a nil-nil to me. Last time we saw this, Everton won 3-2, to two, right? I believe. I could be wrong. It was at, I know it was at um, Goodison. Obviously, that would make sense. This one's at Turf Moor. But it was uh, the Townsend banger. 3-1. to 3-1, to one. okay. There's been goals in the last... Five games. So you're going nil-nil? I'm saying nil-nil, yeah. They'll be all sleepy from the COVID. I'm going one-nil Burnley. Come on, Burnley. Come on, Burnley. Man City, Leicester. Well, I'm concerned for Leicester because <laughs> they have to play Man City. I don't know if anyone's told Leicester. This is a bad time to play Man City. Yeah, this is a very bad time. But Leicester, they've done it at, that he had before. You never know. That's true. But I feel like I do know it's not going to go well for Leicester. No. Um, maybe some rotation out of City. Maybe they just keep the same lineup. It's been clicking so so well. But sometimes they'll throw you a curveball, put Grealish in there or something. Or, you know. Yeah, you know, when you have the luxury of bringing Jack Grealish off the bench <laughs> or De Bruyne off the bench, you know, whatever. Yeah, this will be interesting to see how many chances Madison's able to create. He has been good, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's going to be hard. You'd figure Rodri will be on him along with Gundogan and stuff. Kind of, you know, there is also him. the aspect of Leicester had that big game against Liverpool midweek. Yeah, the Carabao Cup. Got to win. They lost to Liverpool. No, nope, they got to win. And penalties. Despite uh, <laughs> Brendan Rodgers' complaints about the referee again. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I think this should be like a 3-0 city probably. Yeah, this feels like one of those games where Bernardo Silva kind of pops off. I don't see who in Leicester's midfield is going to really try and contain him. So, yeah, yeah I'll go with a uh, I'll go with a 2-0 city. Norwich Nor- versus Arsenal. Oh, yeah, Norwich, Arsenal, Carroll Road. Dean Smith is going to get some. Is he? This could be one of those games where Arsenal gets a draw. No. Unfortunately, I can't see that. Um, Arsenal playing fast against Norwich in defense. I mean, if Villa can just counterattack you to death for a few, I think Arsenal will be... More than capable of doing that. I'm going to go with a 3 nil, And I'm th- I'm thinking it's still going to be the big boys. It's going to be Emil Smith-Rowe gets one. Odegaard gets one. Lacazette gets one. I'm going to say 2-1 Arsenal. It'll get a little spicy at the end of the game. Who's going to get in a fight for Arsenal? 
Partey? Ah, definitely not. Probably. <laughs> Jaka. Probably Gabrielle. Oh. Tottenham Palace at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. If I remember this one right. This match last year was around New Year's too. Maybe no, maybe it was more like February. But Tottenham, I think, won five nil. But earlier in the season, Palace took it to him. Palace with the three nil win after Tanganga got the red. I just remembered the walking away from the injuries, walking to the like away locker room, couldn't yeah. even go to the tunnel. Uh yeah, this this will be interesting to see Palace maybe buy some uh, time for MacArthur. I don't think it'll be back quite yet, but you got Will Hughes in there. He was looking pretty good for a couple games. They let him start, so uh, I'll end up going two one Tottenham. I'm going to say two nil Spurs. Think they're in good form. West Ham, Southampton, London Stadium. Two teams that haven't been playing the greatest, to say the least. You should apologize to Southampton about that. That's very rude. I'd like to apologize to absolutely nobody. What are you going to be looking for in this game in terms of play style? You know, I'm hoping for some decent attacking play from from either team. You know, you would expect it more out of West Ham, but Southampton, please score some goals. I don't know. That'd be great. They looked decent earlier in the season. I have bad news for you. It's going to finish 1-0 West Ham, and it's going to be like a penalty. Yeah, I could I could see go this. Lanzini. I could see this being a 1-1. Really? Yeah. Okay. I just have a little more faith in West Ham's defense and the defensive-minded midfielders, but I could see it. You can't rule anything out in the Premier League. Villa, Chelsea, at Villa Park. Saw this one last match week of the season last year. Chelsea lost. We'll see who Chelsea have back. Kovacic came in at the end of the game yeah. against Wolves. I saw a crazy stat. That was Chelsea have an 87.51% when Kovacic plays. And it drops to, I think it was like around 40% when he oh, doesn't. Oh, my goodness. That man is crucial. So maybe a little more N'Golo Kante, maybe Kovacic gets a half or like a, you know, even half like hour. a 30-minute sub yeah. at, in the second half. So who knows? Mount didn't score last game, but he's still in good form. Maybe Chelsea get an actual number nine healthy enough to play. Who knows? Or just swing in balls to Pulisic. What do you think about Villa in this match? I like Villa in terms of defensively matching up against Chelsea, mm-hmm. kind of like Wolves. I think that they can hold strong. Yeah. I would say the one thing I'd worry about for Villa is if Chelsea are able to break a little quicker. We've seen Villa at times be a little susceptible to uh, the counter with yeah. their center backs. Yeah. So who knows? But not like counterattack Chelsea's forte, but when yeah, they want to, expect, they can push. I would expect Villa to be more conservative Kind of like the first game they played. Not to mention their ability to hit on the counter against Chelsea. So I'm going to go with a 1-1 draw. I'm going to say... I think Villa has a pretty decent chance to beat Chelsea in this. 
I do too. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say one nil Villa. Brighton, Brentford, at the Amex. Two teams I feel like we haven't seen for ages. No. No, we have not. It's been years. It's been 84 years since I last seen Brighton and Brentford. Play. It feels like they played not that long ago. When's the last time they played? Was it? It will probably be like October, but for whatever reason, that was like early November. September. Uh, start of the season. Yeah, okay. I thought it was way more recent than that. Yeah, we'll see how Brentford's... Uh, Attack's going to be looking with whether Tony's in there or not. As far as Brighton goes, and this one, early in the season, they had a lot of the, not necessarily better chances, but a lot of the chances, probably like 75, 80% of them, and Brentford just capitalized on their one. So, Yeah, maybe this break is what Brighton needed. Or Brighton capitalized, rather. Yeah. Not Brentford. Um, but what are you thinking here? Uh, I'm thinking nil-nil. Two teams that haven't played for a while. Probably be a little rusty. rusty. Probably not that great of a game. I think Brentford might be a little susceptible. I'm going to go one nil Brighton. Newcastle, man you. Rolling into match week 20. Wait, no, this one's part of... That's still part of the Boxing Day one. I think that's still match week 19. Oh, it was match week 20 start on Tuesday? Yeah. Aww. Newcastle. Yeah, you're right. Cause first Man U. Yeah, they play on Tuesday. It's, I mean, if United don't win at least 3-0. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. But I could see Newcastle, you know, hit on the counter. But They looked know, decent when they played them last. I mean, yeah, they they didn't play them that long ago. No. they it, was it, it wasn't Ragnick's first game. No, it's Carrick. I think Carrick was managing. I think Ole was managing. Ole still was. Yeah. Now I'm really getting thrown off by when the, people play. Like maybe second or third to last game of Ole. Yeah, well, and they look very susceptible on the counterattack. Yeah, but I don't know if Ranjik now if they do. Yeah, probably not. I'm gonna go with the two nil United. I'll say three nil. Moving on, match week twenty. Now we're on to match week. The quick turnaround from the weekend. We got more games. We got Arsenal Wolves. Will Wolves keep another clean sheet? Will Wolves play this one? You never know. True. You never know anything. Fresh off the break over the weekend, Wolves will be, you'd think, in a little more rested up. For Wolves, have like a week-long break, whereas Arsenal, this is their second game in 48 hours. Yeah, this Wolves defense and midfield, if they show up, I feel like we'll be able to stymie Arsenal a bit. I'm going to go with a goalless draw. Yeah, I think that's a fair shout. I'd say either a goalless draw or a 1-0 Wolves. I'd say 1-0 Arsenal. It's going to be tough for Arsenal. Such a short turnaround, and Wolves have pretty good defense. Palace, Norwich, Selhurst. I would love to see Palace's midfield or at least their defense, too, be full strength. Mm-hmm. With Anderson, you'd think fully yeah. fit, but you never know. Um, I'm going to go Palace 3-1. Say Palace 2-1. Southampton, Tatnam, St. Mary's. 
Southampton sometimes can, uh, you know, stiffen up against the yeah, bigger clubs at home. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Home. This seems like one where Tottenham would kind of lose their focus and drop some points. I'm going to go with a goalless draw. Where they they have good performances against the big teams like Liverpool, and then they come to Southampton and kind of fall flat. Yeah, Southampton, if they're able to kind of, I don't know, Tottenham would have to score pretty early because Southampton will be controlling possession early on, and then second half, Tottenham's going to set up and, you know, the half field and try and generate a goal with their midfield. Eh. So I'm going to go with a draw. Yeah. Watford, West Ham, Vicarage Road. The Vic? The storage facility that is Vicarage Road. Yes. Elton John's Palace. What are you looking at in this one? Um, well, I don't know. It it just seems like every time West Ham plays, like I feel like definitely against the smaller teams, there's not going to be more than like one goal. Yeah. So I would say one nil West Ham. That's what I was leaning toward. I feel like they'll be able to grind it out against Watford. But you never know, Dennis. He he scores goals. He does. It could be one of those four to two West Ham loses, and you're like, wow. Yeah. Leeds, Villa, Ellen Road. I like where Villa is in this one. I think they'll be able to kind of control it a little more than uh, you might think. You know how they, they've been able to do that against teams like Palace and stuff, but I think that might be one of those games where they can actually do that, yeah. control the game. Yeah, and who knows where Leeds will be after after having that break. You know, Maybe they'll have some more guys back, but I would – suspect that they're still going to be pretty shorthanded yeah so i'd say aston villa 2-0 yep leicester liverpool liver or uh leicester you get man city leicester you also get liverpool very unlucky <laughs> should have should have made your bread when uh you know you're playing easier teams in the year early yeah. in the year this one it could be like a 4-3 I could see it. If Van, you'd think Van Dyke's good to go by then, but you never yeah. know, I guess. Um, yeah, it's going to be, there's going to be some bad midfield moments by both teams in this one. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's why I think it, it'll probably be a pretty open game. I'm going to go 5 1 Liverpool. Oh, I'm going to say 4 2 Liverpool. I'm just glad we had six goals on there. Yes. Chelsea. Brighton at the bridge. Chelsea have been struggling to score goals. Well, sometimes Brighton's defense is pretty damn good. So And, and uh, Brighton struggles to score goals as well. Yes. This feels like one. Chelsea a lot of times will get wins against Brighton, and they fully don't deserve it. It's just kind of back and forth game, but they take advantage. Uh, Chelsea 1-0. I'll say Chelsea 2-0. Brentford, Man City. Can Man City, as good as they are, go into the Brentford Community Stadium? <laughs> I dare not it? say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, until City lose, you just can't pick against them or even think that they're going to falter. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they're kind of just steamrolling through everyone. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe they'll have some COVID outbreaks in their team. I feel like every team is... Kind of have to deal with it eventually. Yeah, I mean, I you have to just go city, 
three yell. Yeah, three now. Um, last two, Everton Newcastle Goodison. God, I hope this game's just like the biggest disaster of a game, and it'll be like I hope watching it's three, the dumpster three. fire, and it'll be amazing. I hope it's three three. But I hope so too. That's a little too much. Maybe two two. Five five. That would I would <laughs> love it. I don't think any literally team, no defense. There's no defense, but yet I don't think either team's capable of scoring more than two. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I mean, eh, Newcastle they they have it in them. We'll see. They under just Eddie don't Howe. show it ever. Yeah. Man, you Burnley. Come on, Burnley. Sometimes they're United able to... at home. Yeah, that feels like a one nil, maybe two nil. Say like a two one, maybe. Maybe Burnley get a cheeky goal. Cornier, maybe. Who knows? I could, I could see it, but they'd have to score first, and then United comes back to score in like the 88th minute. Yeah, definitely. And then you're like, oh Burnley. Oh Burnley, you, you were thought, so close. You thought you had something there. Do we have a prediction for both match days? Go for the Boxing Day yeah, first. Let's see Boxing Day. Okay, I'm going to say that... I'm going to say De Bruyne with a brace against Leicester. And then the next match week, I'm going to say that Raul Jimenez takes his revenge upon Arsenal for the head injury and scores a goal. Wow. Yeah. And then bonus prediction, because I'm in the holiday spirit, I'm going to say that Timo Pukki scores for Norwich. Against Palace? Against Palace. Unbelievable. Yes. Palace, you know what to do. Shut us up and have a clean <laughs> sheet. So much clean faith sheet. in Pookie. <laughs> keep a clean sheet. I feel like at least a quarter of your predictions involve Norwich somehow. Yeah. <laughs> I have no... no, I, I have at, no at the start of the season, it was all Everton, and, and then somehow I, I devolved into t- to Norwich when they got Dean Smith. Yeah. It's and it's, we, it's not okay. I know. I'm going to have to like forcibly... Be like, okay, I'm gonna say Brentford. Someone going to say Norgard is gonna score. You're gonna get a lobotomy in the part of your brain where you have any memories about Norwich, and that's just gonna be taken out. Yeah. The thing is, though, I feel like we haven't seen Brentford or Brighton. You know, some of these teams for so for so long. long. It, it'll be like. That's it, what I'm saying. It's we need to get like, a new grasp on that's what the like, rest of the season. It's almost like. like preseason, except it's completely different. Yeah, because we haven't seen them. Throw which your we obviously expectations don't in out of the window. Yeah, you just have to start with a clean slate. Yet you have to take in consideration COVID, in terms mm-hmm. of these guys might not be fully fit. Uh-huh. They might have been fully fit, and they just literally had two weeks to rest. Right, which would make them even better. So, especially when when a bunch of other teams are playing in a very tight span. I mean, that can be a huge difference. Yes. So. But eventually it'll catch up to them and they got to play all their games at the end of the year. So True. Yeah. Anything else you want to say before we wrap it up? I just want to say very happy holidays to all the Premiership Perusal podcast listeners out there. Yes. Merry Christmas. You're happy New people. Year's. Happy holidays. You're wonderful people. You deserve nothing but the best Premiership <laughs> experience over the holidays. I love you. No call for you. <laughs> Thank you for listening. You're wonderful. <laughs> wow. Fantastic. Yeah, that that was actually Donald Trump. He, he's sitting next to me. He, he's, Big fan of the pot. 
He really is. Yeah, he he's actually a big uh, Watford supporter. No, it's got to be it, his kid was in a full Arsenal kit, right? Yeah, he was, but so he's Arsenal sport. No, he doesn't know who Arsenal is. He only knows Watford. His his friend Elton John. <laughs> Just imagine good Trump's good friends with Elton John. Um, yeah, yeah. We'll end it on that <laughs> <laughs> note. Bye. <laughs>